I want to begin by asking an honest question. By a show of hands, how many of you sometimes feel exhausted, overwhelmed, and sometimes discouraged in the Christian life? So most of you are honest, I appreciate it. I have good news. Jesus wants to give us rest. This is what he's saying in today's gospel. He says, come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. The immediate context here is that Jesus is contrasting the way that he offers from the way of following God's commandments under the heavy burden of the law as interpreted by the scribes and the Pharisees. Jesus is inviting people to rest in him and in his love. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. Like, this is a promise of Jesus. He offers us rest and to, to learn from him, that is to imitate him. He says, take my yoke upon you, that, that yoke which is the instruction, the, the discipleship, the following upon him, for his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Following God does not need to be overwhelming. It doesn't need to crush us. And so Jesus invites disciples to rest in him as they struggle to follow him. And I believe it's not just simply about certain commandments, it's really about anything in the Christian life, that, that Jesus really is inviting us to rest in him. And so wherever you feel overwhelmed, wherever you feel discouraged or heavy burdened or just simply exhausted, he invites us to rest in him. So what does it mean to come to Jesus and receive his rest? Well, the primary way in which we do this is prayer. And there's a lot I can say about prayer and how to, how to do this, but the first thing we need to recognize is the critical role of childlike humility in prayer. To be like children, to approach God with confidence. The context of the passage actually bears this out. The context here, Jesus, it says, at that time, Jesus exclaimed, I give, you, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. For although you've hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to little ones. Think about what's happening here. Jesus is thanking God the Father for hiding himself from the wise and the learned. For the to the people who don't think they need God. To the people who don't think they need to actually allow God to provide for them. And he's thanking the Father for revealing himself to the little ones. Right? Those who accept Jesus and his teaching must have humility to do that. In fact, it is precisely the humility of accepting Jesus that gives us access to what he offers. This is one of the reasons why pride blinds us and prevents us from accessing all that he has for us. And so the key, therefore, to prayer of coming to Jesus requires childlike humility. It requires becoming like a child to receive from him. Children, we know, little children, are simple and trusting in their, in their parents. They're simple and they're trusting in their dependence on them. And when children are in pain, they do not really hesitate running to their parents for them to feel better, to be better. Because they trust in their parents' ability and desire to help them. It's a natural thing for them. And so it is, should be for us in our prayer when we experience suffering and pain, when we feel overwhelmed. And so I think part of the reason why we don't come to Jesus, we don't come to Jesus in our struggles, is because I think we've sometimes have come to believe that it's really us, up to us to handle them. It's up to us to figure it out. It's up to us to actually try to manage what's going on in our life. 
And so therefore, when we experience trial or difficulty in the Christian life, we can simply begin to believe, I must be doing something wrong. It's got, it, this is my fault. I just got to try harder. I just got to do it right. I just got to make sure that I, I get my life in order, in order to be loved by God. Now, all of these are lies. Notice where the attention is. I've done something wrong. This is my fault. I have to try harder. The focus is turned inward. And when we focus inward and believe these lies, it's easy to become discouraged and it's easy to become hard on ourselves, to believe there's something wrong with me. I can't do this. I'm stuck. I don't have what it takes. And if people knew what I struggled with, if people knew what my sins were, no one would love me. Now, of course, the, the paradox here is that Jesus knows what we struggle with. He knows our pain. He knows our, 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 our sufferings. He knows all the stuff that's coming at us, and he understands us. And it's precisely because he sees us in them, he's saying, come to me. Let me care for you here. Let me give you rest. In other words, you were never meant to do this on your own. If Jesus was like that, then... It is precisely in coming to him that we can have the rest necessary in order to be who God calls us to be. You see, God is wanting us to become like children, to give to him our cares and our, and our troubles where we're exhausted, where we're overwhelmed, so that he can love us in it and thereby strengthen us in it. There's three little steps that I believe that we can take to, become, to come to Jesus as a little child. Very simply, number one, believe Jesus wants to give you rest. Number two, honestly share with him what's on your heart. And number three, allow him to love you. Let me go through those very briefly. Number one, believe Jesus wants to give you rest. If we don't believe that Jesus wants to give us rest or that he can give us rest, we're not going to have a motivation to give to him our pains and our struggles. In fact, this faith is very important. But if I believe that he is who he says he is, and he actually understands what I'm going through and wants to be with me in it, then I will have the faith to approach him as a child. So the first is I, ha I have to believe that he wants to bless me in the place of suffering. The second is to honestly share with him what's on our hearts. That means we need to get away from pretending that we're a certain way in prayer. I don't know about you, but sometimes in prayer I'm tempted to be like, Okay, Lord, this is all the things that I'm doing for you. These are all the things that are going great. These are all the ways in which I'm a good person and I have all these things going for me. And sometimes we can just avoid the place where we suffer in prayer. We can pretend to be a certain way because we think that it might actually get his attention. It might cause him to bless us. But that's exactly the opposite of what we should do. We should be really real with him about where we struggle. Especially in the places of fear. Because that's where he wants to be. So an honest prayer could look like, Lord, I'm really struggling being a wife and a mother right now. I'm overwhelmed by my kids. I can't, I don't seem to have the patience. I don't seem to have the love I need for my husband. Or as, as a husband, I, I feel like I'm a failure because I can't do this or this. And I honestly don't know if I have what it takes. That's the kind of prayer that allows our hearts to be open so that he can speak into it. He wants us to be real in our prayer. Because if we're not honest with ourselves as to where we are, then we're not ever going to allow God to love us where we are. And the final thing is to allow him to love you. 
right? To allow him to, to be with you in the place of pain, to not run away from it. And sometimes that means actually allowing him to speak into what you're experiencing. I'm going to give you a, a couple of examples from my own life to kind of flesh this out. So one of the things that we notice when we grow in the spiritual life, as we grow in holiness, as we follow Jesus, we become hyper aware of our weaknesses, right? Those who try to love are very clear as to where they're not loving. They, they become very uh, aware of their weaknesses and their brokenness. And as, you, as we grow in the spiritual life, the temptation, therefore, is to try to fix ourselves, just simply to try harder. Can anyone relate? All right, so this is what I struggle with at times, right? And so I remember when I first came to the parish, I began to recognize, um, as I was introducing myself to the parish and as I was beginning to lead the parish, there were a lot of things that were going well. But it, I began to realize that there were a lot of insecurities in my own heart with regard to how things might go or maybe how people might be responding or not responding. I'll go, Lord, I don't know if they understand where I'm coming from or if they know who I am and people are making judgments about me. And I, there was like all these insecurities going on in my heart. And so what was I trying to do then as a response? I just thought I'd think through them. Here's how I can be strong. Here's how I can go against this insecurity. Here's how I can do this. And I was trying to fix myself. Just what I wasn't doing. I wasn't bringing that to Jesus in prayer. I was not lifting it up to him at all. And I, at one point, the Lord convicted me of that. He's like, you're not talking to me about this. So I began to share with him all the, the, the ways in which I was struggling. I'm just trying to like, secure myself. And he immediately said to me, your insecurities are not your responsibility. All I want you to do is be yourself and love people. And immediately, the heaviness and the burden of having to be perfect, of having to have all these things, things figured out, completely left me. And I experienced a peace and a rest in him that I never would have if I hadn't given it to him. You see, as men in particular, we have insecurities. And if we don't bring them to God and are secure in him, we will overcompensate to the people around us. And we become like, I mean, people see insecurity of men and, and they're, when they try to overcompensate. The key is, is to bring them to him so that he can love us in them and strengthen us in him. That's where our security comes from. Another example is I absolutely love hearing confessions. There's nothing quite like being a vessel of God's mercy, the Father's mercy to the people of God. And so when I hear confessions, usually they're anywhere from an hour and a half to two and a half hours of confessions. Um, but during Lent and Advent, they get much longer, right? Because people want to approach the sacrament. So I remember one Advent, I was um, hearing confessions, and it was about two, two and a half hours into it. And I don't know exactly what this guy was trying to do for me. He says, Father, you're going to be here a long time. There's like 20 people out there waiting for you. And I remember thinking to myself, no way. And I began to complain to the Lord. You know that complain prayer? Has anyone else do that? Like, Lord, there's no way I can do this. I'm exhausted. And I was like, like just complaining to him. I said, there are so many people out there. And immediately I heard him say, yes, there is. Isn't it wonderful? And I, I felt like at that moment, both like convicted, but also that, that impatience, that like frustration, my, my exhaustion completely was shifted because I gave the Lord an opportunity to speak into what I was struggling with by talking to him about it. And I began to have his heart for the people that were in line. And I think I heard confessions for a whole nother hour after that. Didn't really have a struggle with exhaustion. 
because I was resting in his love for the people I was called to serve. You see, these kinds of things are what we can do when we struggle, is to honestly acknowledge them. And sometimes it's not about hearing God at all. Maybe it's just simply about, Lord, I'm really overwhelmed with this project at work. I don't even know if I can do this. And I, I just, I, I just, here it is. And sometimes it's just simply about being at his feet and allowing him to love you and to give you the strength and the peace that you so desire, that you so need in order to persevere. We want to approach Jesus as children, believe he wants to give us rest, share with him what's on your heart, honestly, and then allow him to love you. So where do you feel overwhelmed? Where do you feel exhausted? Where do you sometimes get discouraged in the Christian life? Because Jesus is saying to us today, come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. That's a promise. In just a few minutes, we are going to receive Holy Communion. And this is a perfect place to come to Jesus as a child, to come to Jesus with simplicity, to expose our, our hurt, to expose what's going on in our life, to allow him to be who he says he is in our life. And my prayer is that as we approach him with faith and to allow him to love us in whatever's going on, that we can experience his rest and recommit ourselves to being credible witnesses to the restless world around us of the love that God has for us in his son Jesus.